And Joshua said unto the children of Israel, How long are you slack, inactive, not doing anything? How long are you slack to go possess the land which the Lord God gave the Lord which Lord God of your fathers has given you living by but then Joshua asked them how long are you going to wait before clearing out getting rid of what holds you back what holds you back what holds you back from the promise of God how long are you going to wait before clearing out the land the people living in the land that the Lord our God has given to you. It's manifestation time, moving from promise to possession. I am the manifestation. I, I told you, keep playing some. Um, I told you last week, manifestation is something that becomes real. An event, an action, display, showing public display that we are moving from a pledge or a declaration that God made. Go, go listen to last week. I, I need to move. Uh, a legally binding declaration that gives the person to whom it is made the right to expect or to claim the performance or forbearance of a specific act. I'm tired of just a promise though. I have the right. Possession. The act of taking into control, the act of having or taking into control, something owned or occupied. We talked about being slacked, that we're claiming ours. The word slack, I'm old-fashioned today, I got notes. The word slack, I have a Bible. I'm really saved because I got my Bible. Uh, slack. <laughs> the Bible says, concerning his promises, the word slack means to Lack in strength, not active. Some of us have had too much inactivity. Satan gains strength and gains ground because we are slack. We are lack. So today, I want to share with you over the next few weeks 10 things. Keep playing, son. 10 things. Today, I'm going to share a few, 10 things given to me that we must do if we're going to move into the realization, the manifestation of what God has. 10 things. And I promise you, if you work these 10 things, they'll work for you. They don't work unless you work them. Number one, you have to receive the promise. In other words, you have to be consumed with the promise. Number one, I have to be consumed with what he has promised. You, you ever seen people? Let's, let's, let's keep working. Uh, you ever seen people who are consumed by what they have dreamed about, their vision? They talk about it all the time. They, they, they always, every time you see them, they talk about their business. Who and when I start my business? And who when I start my business? And who when I start my business? They, they're consumed by it. You can't possess until you receive it. It has to be in your spirit. 
it, it, it amazes me that when certain things you eat, it gets in your pores, garlic and things, it gets inside and you smell it because you are consumed by what you ate. Asparagus, that's another whole subject. Some of you haven't received, you haven't become consumed by what God says. Matter of fact, I, I get more excited about some of the things that God has for you than you do yourself. Because the hardest thing is to, Craig, take people where they don't want to go. It is hard to lead people where they don't want to go. Moses missed the promise because he struck a rock. We're taking the journey with the children of Israel. They wasn't possessed. When matter of fact, they got in the wilderness, Craig, and they said to Moses, because things got hard. They didn't understand that they would be in the wilderness for a while. And they asked Pastor Moses, they said, did you bring us out here for us to die? They spoke into their own lives because they did die. That generation died. It, matter of fact, they were not, they were so, they were so unconsumed by what God said that they said, it was better for you Watch this. To have left us in Egypt. Who says something like that? It was better. That's like somebody saying, it was better for you to leave me in prison. I'm so grateful for Kwame Kilpatrick to be out of jail. Talented young man. Whether you believe his politics or whatever, but thank God, Trump got one thing right. I bet you Kwame's not saying, oh, I'd rather go back. No. Who wants to stay in bondage? And that, every time you don't do what God has said, and you, we think antichrist just means that you don't believe in God. Every time you don't hold on and get consumed by the promises of God in your life, you are an antichrist. You're anti what he has said. Because his will is his word, and his word is his will. It can never be denied. So let me ask you a question. Number one, are you consumed with the promise of God? You can't tell me that you're consumed with God and you believe in God and you don't believe in what he can do for your life. We are in manifestation, something that becomes real. Some of you haven't received the promises. You don't believe that he can do what he said he can do. You have to believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. You got to believe that we can do what he, that he can do what he said. When Moses sends out the 12 spies and say, go and see if it's what God says. Go and bring back some evidence. Only two, Joshua and Caleb, believe. Are you consumed with the promises of God? I can name a lot of things in your life that God has promised you. Miles Monroe said one of the one of the the most richest places in the world is the graveyard. Because people die with their promises. Miles Monroe said, I won't die until I'm empty. All of the hundreds of books and, and decrees and declares. I taught Miles Monroe when I first started pastoring. And 
one plane crash took him and his family out. But he had emptied himself. Some of y'all are gonna leave here full. And for those that say I'm too old to do it, you've never read about Caleb and Joshua. So number one, are you consumed? You have to be consumed with the promises of God. Number two, you got to get rid of a Egypt mentality. What is an Egypt mentality that you are still bound and chained and you're under the taskmaster and you're under control? Some of us will never get out of the slavery mentality. Some of us don't even know that we're free. Number two, you have to get out of a slavery mentality. A slavery mentality. The enemy has you believing that you will be in the shape that you're in forever. I told y'all when they got to the when they got to the to the wilderness, they said, Moses, we gotta eat manna. Manna meaning, I don't know what it is. They have to wear the same clothes, the same, same sandals. They went in circles. And God provided food from heaven. He provided dry cleaners, shoe shop. They never wore out. But that was not enough. Because they got comfortable. And he said, Take us back. Take us back. We'd rather work for Pharaoh. We'd rather work for him than to be out here on our own depending on God. <laughs> what foolishness. Take us back, Moses. That's what some of you say. I just want to work for somebody the rest of my life. I never want to do my own thing. I'm good, just shouting. Let's go back to church. Let's just have church. Let's just have church. Where's the organ? Bishop, I mean, don't you sit there and weep over a building and miss what God is doing. God doesn't move in temples. He doesn't dwell anymore in temples and buildings. He doesn't dwell in the cathedrals. He dwells in us. We are the temple of the living God. We are. He's brought us home so we can reestablish re relationships. We can reestablish Bond with children. Now you complained about your children and getting them having prayer in school. Now you can pray with them at home. I know they're getting on your nerves. I know, I know, I know, I know. But now God is putting family together. But you want to go back 
you want to go take me back to the way it was. They said, we want to go back to Egypt. He has you believing that you will never be free. He has you thinking you will always be under, under Pharaoh. But the devil's a liar. You'll always be under bondage, but the devil's a liar. He who the Son is set free. Oradabashata is free. It's free and it's free indeed. Although God has set them free, they still wanted to go back. got to decide I'm ready for the new way of life. See, see, what the question is, are you going to be controlled by the enemy? Are you going to take control? I said, the question is, are you going to be controlled by the enemy? Or are you going to take control? Are you going to be the possessor or be possessed. Numbers 21 and 4, they begin to murmur against God and to complain against Moses. Why have you brought us out of Egypt to die here in the wilderness? They whine and they complain. There's nothing to eat here, nothing to drink. We hate this insipid manner. They spoke against Moses, against Moses, and said, why have you brought us out of Egypt to die in the desert? There's no bread, there's no water, and we detest this miserable food. Never enough. We have become a people that are ungrateful. It's never enough. When you're in church, you said you're in church too much. Now you can't get to church. And I want to go back to church. What do you really want? Number three. And I'm done. No more wandering. I come to decree and declare to you that there's no more wandering. To wander means to go in circles. To aimlessly go in circles. Go in circles. Although God has set them free, they wandered for 40 years because of their murmuring. They wandered because of their murmuring. You do know the promised land was only 14 days away. They wandered. I like that chord. They wandered. They spiraled down. Sounds like a spiral. They wandered 40 days. 40 years, 40 years going nowhere, 40 years going nowhere. How long are you going to wander? How long are you going to go nowhere? How long are you going to complain? How long are you going to murmur? How long are you going to wander? How long are you going to murmur? How long are you going to complain? How long are you going to murmur? How long are you going to complain? Nothing is never good enough. I don't understand for the life of me, Felicia, how anybody, repent y'all, how anybody, any of us could complain after people have lost their lives. Man, I'd be so grateful just to open up my eyes 
and see another day. But as long as you complain, I remember being in Morgan City, Louisiana, and I closed. I remember being in Morgan City, and I said, God, why have you brought me to 14,000 people in a city, and I came from a big city that have almost a million people. Why have you brought me here to die? And God said this to me, Pastor P. He said, as long as you keep complaining, I'll never bring you out. He said, as long as you keep complaining, keep slumping down in that chair, telling the praise team to keep singing, this is not the time for giving up. Marvin Samson. You can depress your own self. You can stop the promises of God, the manifestation, something that becomes real in your life because you complain and do nothing about it for 40 years taking steps but going nowhere eating and drinking but going nowhere clothes getting clean but never going nowhere you know people like that moving but never going nowhere talking but never saying nothing I remember when I turned 40 years old it was a time of reflection it was worse than 50 I reflected on what I did. 40 is a special number. I reflected. I refocused. And I said, I refused to wander for 40 years, 40 more years of my life. Refused to go in circles. See, movement doesn't mean progress. Movement doesn't mean progress. Movement doesn't mean progress. Being busy don't mean I'm going anywhere. Being busy don't mean I'm doing the right thing. All it means is I'm doing a lot of things. What are you busy doing? What are you moving doing? I could be doing a lot of things but not doing the right thing. I could be doing a lot of things but not doing the right thing. Moses in his last message God reminds him in Deuteronomy 1 and 8 Behold I've set the land before you Go in and possess the land which the Lord swore unto your fathers Abraham, Isaac and Jacob to give unto them and to their seed after them Go in and possess it Moses Don't Don't listen to them people murmuring and complaining and wandering and causing you to miss it. They caused him to miss it. I be doggone if I'm going to cause, let anybody cause me to miss what God has given me. I love y'all CCOD. I love my family, but I'm not going to let anybody. There's a song, I don't know if Craig reminds, by McDowell. I won't go back to the place that was so, Father, we repent for being slack. We repent for murmuring and complaining and mumbling and groaning and why can't we do this and why can't we do this and why can't we do that? And you ain't going to make me miss because of what God said to me. The people made Moses miss it. Y'all need to repent. 
Father, I repent for murmuring and complaining, especially during COVID. I don't know how anybody could do it. I won't go back to the way. Hallelujah. It may be uncomfortable, but I won't go back. It may not feel good, but I won't go back. Because I'm, I'm ready for manifestation. Something that becomes real. Father, we love you and we thank you. Bless this word. Let it simmer. Let it get in us. In the name of Jesus the Christ. Amen. Will a man rob God? Where have we robbed him? In tithing and offering. Bring all your tithes into the storehouse. Prove me now. See, when I open up the windows of heaven, pull you out a blessing that you will not have room enough to receive. Bring all your tithes into the storehouse. Do it. Do it. Given information is there. I want to the Hallelujah. Those of you that will sow a $40 seed representing I'm coming out of this cycle, this wandering, $40. 30 of you that will sow 40 today. system, but take us the way it was before we had your presence. If you want to bless us today, bless me for the word today, dollar sign Greg Davis 10, cash app, or you want to do Zell, Greg Davis show at gmail.com, Greg Davis show at gmail.com. Give now. Bless Pastor Dana. Don't forget to bless her, especially on Thursday nights. All right? She's teaching. Not as a debt that we owe, but as a seed that we sow. Father, bless us now. In Jesus' name, amen. If you're enjoying the word, please leave, leave remarks. Hit me. Let me know that this word is blessing. Those of you that are listening by podcast, the Lord bless you and the Lord keep you. This is our prayer. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and give you peace. Peace be within your walls. Prosperity in your path. In Jesus' name, amen. We'll see you next week. I love y'all.